Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Crossover Commerce. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is my corner of the internet where I bring the best and brightest in the Amazon and e-commerce space. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thanks for listening and watching on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Or if you're catching this on your favorite podcast destination, you know the ones. Those are your uh, Spotify, your Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to us and you've subscribed to the episode, you've hit one of my, I already know, my favorites to date that's going to happen here on the podcast. This is episode 237. That means there's 237 episodes that I've had of experts in the Amazon and e-commerce space come on the show and talk about relevant and actionable topics in this world to help grow your business. That's what this is all about, right? So we can share information, we can grow together as a community, and so that you can take your business to the next level. Had to drop my mic down there, my voice down low, because this is serious. Uh, but every episode here on Crossover Commerce, as you know, is presented by Ping Pong Payments. Who's Ping Pong Payments? Well, we're a cross-border payment solution, helping people keep more of their hard-earned money, whether it's sending or receiving uh, money internationally. That could be sending money to pay out your supplier in China or India. We have actually a webinar coming up later today or tonight, depending on the world where you're at, talking about paying your suppliers in India uh, with one of our friends from India Sourcing Network. Or you can talk about, or we can uh, think about when you're receiving funds and you're selling in Canada or Mexico or Australia or one of the numerous Amazon marketplaces, Ping Pong Payments is going to be that solution for you save more money put it to your bottom line and you know keep more and put it to your uh save on some of those ridiculous fees such as those surcharge fees that amazon is now all of a sudden charging uh small businesses that is for a different topic but this is what we're going to be talking about today the reason why i seem so giddy and so excited about today is because there's a new tool in the space and there's a new com company let me say company because tool is a tool tools is what they um, acquire and what they grow with, but they're helping develop elements of successful Amazon tools. And that's what we developed today, uh, called episode today, um, a play on a couple worlds, uh, words, and you'll know why exactly here just, uh, shortly. So I was lucky enough to snag it, uh, meet this guy at prosper show. I feel like all my guests now are coming from prosper show. Um, I had said, I have to have you on, we need to get you on to talk about the amazing company and the things that they're doing over at carbon six that's right we have affiliate director manager whatever title <laughs> affiliate marketing director uh over at carbon six clayton atchison of carbon six clayton thank you for hopping on crossover commerce day man hey ryan thank you very much for having me and congratulations on the 200 plus episodes um it, it comes to go quickly man believe it or not <laughs> it's wild that's wild man and i also like I mean, obviously the listeners won't know this, but I've reached out to you a couple of times saying, hey, do you know somebody that could help with this or somebody that might know about this topic? And every single time you've come through your network, I was like, man, his network is massive and you're so helpful. But now it makes sense. You, you've done this hundreds of times. You know everybody. So congratulations. That's no small feat. When you're an old 32-year-old like me, you know everyone's <laughs> face. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, it, I appreciate that. No, it's, it's a lot of fun. I did this. This is how podcasting work, and this is how I think a lot of businesses work, and then we'll dive into Carbon 6. A lot of people ask the question, do you know this person? This is how this podcast started, Clayton, is, hey, do you know a person that can help with copywriting, um, uh, you know, infringement, stuff like that in the legal sense? And I'm not a lawyer, uh, clearly, in that any sense. But I said, yeah, I think I know somebody who do, does. And I actually reached out to, I believe you met him too, Rob Stanley. He was at a different company, but he's over at Katita now. And he's like, yeah. I, I think I know somebody. Let, let's get him on with this record something and let's get some questions out to him. And 
took roughly about 45 minutes or an hour. Um, I was late to the first uh, podcast. I was a sweaty mess. I definitely was taking a backseat to that, but uh, I thought it was really cool and just asked questions. I learned a lot about from that episode. So I just started reaching out to random people on LinkedIn and Thus, we have a podcast, and, that, and this is we're 237 episodes later. So um, you just got to do it, and if you look like an idiot, who cares? I don't get to see these people unless you comment, and if you do comment and say I look like an idiot, that's perfectly fine too as well. But, hey, that's where we're at. But, hey, thanks so much for hopping on. You are The reason why it's so hard to get you on is because you're a busy man. You're on flying around the world, but you're in, all right, let's get this, Dominican Republic correct <laughs> wrong Dang it. every time no um, you're puerto rico that's right that's See, right it's opposite yep. one. i'm in san juan uh oh, not far from the dr way. but yeah say, san juan so but you've been traveling around you were i think last week you were in what Las. uh you were in california then miami you've yeah. been traveling a lot man i saw i actually saw rob um from tita out there um in los angeles so okay. i just was hanging out with him recently a bunch of people out there for um I mean, it was a big party, and then there was the uh, Midwest Conference. It's funny because it was, it was out west, but it was the Midwest Ecom Conference. Right. Uh, that was a great time. And then, yeah, I flew into Miami slash Fort Lauderdale, met Carlos Alvarez at the Wizards of Ecom, and I got a busy few weeks coming up. I have the only thing for fun that I'm doing is uh, this weekend, my, one of my best friends ever uh, is having his bachelor party in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Nice. I go to that. I fly back on Sunday. I think I fly out on Monday to – Miami because the Zab twins and Vanessa are doing a conference in Miami. And then I go straight from there to Oregon, then to Paris, then to London, then to New York, and then to Chicago. And then I'll be coming back to Puerto Rico. So yeah, I'll be all over. So if you guys are at any of those conferences and we haven't met, I hope we can. Well, I will be there. I know the ones in New York, uh, London, I unfortunately would be the London. Uh, that would be what seller sessions uh, mm -hmm. with Annie London, yep. or I believe New York will be SGTG as yeah. well. I will be there as well. And I believe you guys are doing the ecom co-op event as well, potentially, maybe. I think we're doing them all, man. It's, I'm literally <laughs> starting, yes. to, I'm starting to have trouble uh, keeping them straight. That's the problem with cold. companies say yes a lot. You guys are everywhere, but it's hard to keep the schedule straight, right? It's a, it's a little difficult, but no, I get it. No, we'll, we'll have to meet up in New York for sure because I'll, I'll I think I'm there a whole week. So it's kind of awesome. a little crazy. So um Anyways, surprise alert, if you're in New York and you're listening to us, I know uh, Pearl at uh, First Choice Shipping has already reached out. She's excited. We're definitely, I invited myself to her office. So whatever that looks like, I'm going to be there because I think they're doing amazing things. But anyways, this is about you guys. So you're traveling all around. Uh, I guess the, the simple question would be why and uh, is this for Carbon 6 or is this for uh, personally or your seller? What, what's your background first and we'll get into Carbon 6 and why you're jumping all over the world. Yeah. Okay. Um, like you said, my name is Clayton Atchison. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I also went to college in Missouri at the University of, you guessed it, Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> I did study abroad in Spain for a semester. That was a fun time in college. Um, and then after college, so I studied international business with an emphasis in finance and real estate and then uh, in Spanish on the international studies side. Um, really, really fun time in college. Loved it. After college, I worked for at Fortune 500, uh, Altria, which owns Philip Morris and other companies, for two years. While I was working there, I was starting an Amazon to eBay dropshipping business with three of my buddies. One of them was a developer, so we created some of our own softwares. Um, I ended up leaving Altria um, sort of at a weird time. They were trying to promote me, and 
to the location that I wanted, which was actually Miami, so I could practice more Spanish. And I ended up quitting anyways um, and running that business for a few years. Um, then I got involved. While that was still open, I got involved in some cryptocurrency arbitrage between the United States and South Korea. Um, I had got investors involved. We got we were doing great, making a lot of money every single day, just cycling it. And then uh, one day I get a call that the money was locked up in the South Korean banks. So I had to fly over to South Korea, spend three weeks there, got it unlocked almost immediately. But they were like, you should stick around a while <laughs> because uh, they said, we might lock it again if you're not on island. Um, so we're on peninsula. So I uh, I did. And it was cool. While I was there, I got to go to the, the Winter Olympics um, in Pyongyang. Is it Pyongyang? Is Pyongyang? One's Pyongyang, which is North Korea. I, I, think I apologize for our North South Korea counterparts. I know we work. At, I think it's Pyongyang. I thought it was Pyongyang. If I, I think that's I'm, right. I think that's right. Pyongyang's North Korea. Pyongyang, South Korea. And so I went there. I got to see Sean, see Sean White win the gold. It was incredible. But yeah, just uh, was staying over there to make sure that a lot of people were doing nefarious things with cryptocurrency at that time. Still are, right? Um, and they right. wanted to make sure I wasn't like some sort of you know human trafficker or drug smuggler. And so I went over there, smiled real big, got the money out. Flew back after three weeks, and a week later it was locked again. Went back again, got it unlocked, stayed there, and eventually the cryptocurrency arbitrage opportunity went away. But it was a lot of fun while it lasted. After that, I was like, kind of getting tired of the arbitrage thing uh, between Amazon and eBay. It was kind of getting saturated, and so I said, I'm going to start up a private label business. We were buying so much from stuff from Amazon at yeah. that time. We were like, the real volumes on Amazon. So um, we started a private. I moved to Puerto Rico at that time. Cause I made some cash and I uh, wanted to start a business and save on taxes. There's really good taxes down here. I don't think that's a secret anymore. Um, <laughs> great community down here. There are a lot of smart people that moved down here. Um, and anyway, I moved to Puerto Rico in 2018. I started a private label business and I've been doing that ever since still, I still have the business. It's mostly um, on, you know, like an automated running. I have some people that work on it for me and, um, then I ran into uh, Justin, the CEO of Carbon Six. I wasn't really looking for anything in particular, but um, I Justin said, you know, we'd like somebody with some Amazon knowledge to go to a few conferences with us, meet some people, and um, so I did. I met Justin through a mutual friend, Christoph, great guy, who now lives in the Dominican Republic. So you got where he lives. Um, and so anyway, I went to Orlando and New York with Justin and Nassim, and met some other people on the team, Agassi and Alex Cooney and Alex I. And uh, just really liked everybody, loved what they were doing, believed in the in the mission and the vision. And and I just like fell into it, man. It was like an accident. I wasn't looking for anything, but I just I just love the people I'm working with and I love what Carbon Six is doing. Um and, and so that that's how I, I came to be the director of affiliates for Carbon Six. That's amazing. And also uh speaking of another great Troy Johnson tuning in. Troy, thanks for two of the greats. Look at that. Coming from Troy <laughs> Johnson himself is that's high praise. So I've had Troy oh, on man. Clayton. Get this. I've had Troy on the podcast. I want to say four four times. So if you're a fan of SNL, there's a five timers club, and yeah. I've been pushing off Troy to come back <laughs> again because I don't I don't want to owe him a jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, this I is love Troy. You. If you're still listening to this, I I appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna get you back on. Probably he always comes on my 100 or 200 episodes just because he's the guy who knows the space and can get to a point quick. Um, so he Troy's, always brings, Troy's he great fire. and so eloquent. Look, like whenever he speaks, it feel like he's like reading a sentence he wrote down and edited like twenty five times, but it just comes out of his mouth somehow. Super and, smart, uh, yeah, super smart guy. But now part of the Carbon Six family as well. So that's right, I, yeah. I think that I think that dovetails pretty nicely into the story. This is something that 
someone like myself who I watch and I listen and I, this, this is something we were joking about this as superpowers. You see these companies emerge almost like when the aggregator boom kind of really happened in 20, gosh, this sounds so long ago, 2020, 2021, early 2021, when everyone kept popping up news, press release of raise $150 million, something crazy like that. That's a new company in this space. Carbon six is one of those sneaky ones that said, Hey, we're carbon six, but we're going to appear everywhere and then make our announcement at prosper, which is what you guys ended up doing. So for people who aren't fortunate enough or still don't know what you guys do, kind of give me how you guys kind came to be like, this is something that's really cool. You nuanced and I think it has been something that's been coming for a very long time in this space. Yeah. I don't know why more people didn't think of it. Um, I didn't yeah, think same of it. Year. I didn't think of it, but um, unlike most aggregators, so like multiple times I've been like, hey, Carbon6 is a software aggregator or software aggregation company. People are like, oh, another aggregator. Not really. Um, Not really. Most aggregators are buying private label businesses, right? And putting them together and improving them. We are actually buying these software tools that help people sell on private label and in other places. So we actually own tools, not just in private label, but also in wholesale and merch by Amazon, as well as arbitrage. So we're very like broad, but our, um, you know, the biggest vertical is in private label. So we're spending a lot of time there, which I think is what a lot of your viewers are interested in. Um, and yeah, like you were kind of saying for 11 or so months, we were in stealth mode, like Batman. And um, I wasn't even there the entire time. I came on like kind of around November. So they've been like hanging out in the shadows, uh, looking for great technology companies that have a lot of potential, but maybe don't have like the resources they need. A lot of time that means money, but a lot of time it really means hiring the right people or getting the right people in the right position because some of the tools we've acquired, right? Um, they had the founder trying to be the developer, but also be, you know, the customer service guy or the marketer. And it's just a lot to do. So these uh, great technology companies maybe weren't getting out in front of enough people when really their technology was like second to none. So that's kind of been our goal is to make it easier for entrepreneurs online to find some of the best technology and put it to use for their business. That's been our goal. And also along that way, we always try to keep the founder on when we acquire these companies. If they want to stay on, we they absolutely can. And we'll like leave them equity because I mean, they got the vision. They're the ones that created this from the beginning. So a lot of our tools, the original founders still there, which is great because they know their business better than anyone. So with that, with that being said, uh, so aggregating tools, which is something that's not easy to do. Like you said, you have to, I, I was in the tool space back with viral launch before I joined the ping pong, uh, payments and like anything else, if you're listening to this, software is very difficult to stay on top of. There is no, it's not like a service-based industry where it's like an agency or something like that where, hey, it's almost a cut and dry. You put your services. It's, it's very difficult because you have to stay up to date with all the new tools, the updates, the constant uh, feature enhancements, the feature features that break, the things that there's so many different things that make a great software tool, but also that can tank a great software tool. In this case for Amazon, since data is constantly changing, it's very difficult to understand, but you guys now have acquired, I think the world is like 12, 13, something like that. But right out, I want to say that there's four, four for private label, two for a wholesale and two for arbitrage. Is that correct? So the number comes what? Eight? something along that you yeah, guys announced publicly? Yeah, I think it's, um, well, we have a few in merch by Amazon as well. Sure. So I think it's around 12 now, 12. Um, okay. but it changes, like it's changing quickly. Obviously we barely, we haven't even been around a year, so it's one a month. 
Um, but we're moving quickly. I think there will be more news, exciting news coming out soon, some of which I cannot release. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's moving quickly. It's exciting. And just going back to your point about development, we've got a fantastic dev team. Um, with some of these companies, we acquire the dev team that they already have in place. But most of the time we add to it, which is really great because then we can go through and crush through this list that's been, you know, basically weighing or on top of like this smaller dev team for a long time, we can go through and really make a lot of updates. If it was up to me, carbon six would be out of business tomorrow. I am not a <laughs> developer at all. Um, but th thank God that we got some people that are, and we're really, really improving these tools fast. When we come in and acquire them, like there are multiple examples with like Zon tools and AMZ alert, complete like U UX, like updates and overhauls, but also backend improvements, like, it, the features and benefits that have changed in just a short amount of time is is crazy, which the founders love because they get to like see their dream come to like life more quickly that they've been trying to like balance all these things and juggle all this stuff forever. And then we come in and they're like, oh my gosh, I knew this was possible. This was my dream the whole time. And so everybody's stoked about it. But yeah, I'm uh, I, that's kind of a roundabout way to kind of talk about what you were talking about. I don't know if I'm making any sense here. No, it does. I, I think that the, this is kind of the the thing that a lot of a lot of software companies I think struggle with is that they try to do everything, which is what inevitably you should do. You should cater to all the sellers out there, right? Not everyone's a private label seller. Not everyone's a wholesaler. Not someone. Not everyone's a retail arbitrage. They they kind of get like diluted in the community of like you said, like the the merch section. Not a lot of people think about that. There's businesses and companies that that can use tools that help focus on that. It's just not a big flashy money-making segment, but it's definitely a necessity. What What's kind of the vision then for, for Carbon 6 of, hey, Carbon 6 is going to be this by the time we, like what's a success in, for Carbon 6, I should say. I am glad you asked, Ryan. If I could have uh, gave myself a softball question, that would have been it. So thank <laughs> you. Um, yeah, so really the vision here is that we, Long term, we have like an incredible like training academy. So when somebody comes online and they say, I want to be in somewhere in e-commerce or I want to make money online. I don't know how, but I want to do it. We say, all right, what is your budget? Tell us about yourself. What do you like to do? And then we can funnel those people into what makes sense. If somebody says, I got $500 to invest, we're not going to recommend they go into private label. It just doesn't make sense. But maybe merch is a fantastic option for them or maybe even arbitrage. And depending on where their budget is, what they like to do, how much time they have to spend, we can funnel them into different places and help educate them online. And then if there's somebody is like having a ton of success in merch or in arbitrage, maybe we look at it as sort of like a stepping ladder where maybe they can step up to wholesale and then to private label. So we want to be a place where people can go and get access to a lot of tools, but also a lot of information because let's be honest, a lot of people start private label and then a year later, tell everybody it sucks. There's no way to make any money uh, because they failed because they were had uh, unrealistic expectations. So it's very important to like part of the carbon six mission is to like actually increase the percentage chance that anybody starting tomorrow has a better chance of being successful online. But that starts with like realistic expectations, like real goals and um, education. So a big part of us is we're wanting to properly educate everybody that comes into the e-commerce space, which I think for a long time has not been done as good as it can be. You are muted, Ryan. I can see your mouth moving, but I don't hear a word. <laughs> see, look at that. See, there's a mute button and I keep forgetting. This is why even 237 episodes in, sometimes you just forget to hit the hot buttons. Uh, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> no, uh, I sit back and listen because sometimes, uh, you know, I 
I write down notes and stuff like that and can be loud, but th this is this is why I'm so fascinated and why Carbon Six I think is is what the space really needs. I think the education has to be always at the forefront. Again, there's a lot of great podcasts out there. There's a lot of great people teaching. Uh, you call it the courses. I think it's a it's a pitfall. It's you can you can share what's successful, but you're not like hand holding people through. Um, there's so many just fantastic people that are trying to do the right thing. They just don't have the resources or the the audience or the wherewithal. I think you guys are are really doing it all at once and you're really tightening it up and making sure that every segment is supported, which is really cool and fascinating. Will this eventually lead to like bigger agencies and bigger enterprise accounts and you know like the top 100 Amazon sellers or uh, you said the beginning focus so that people can be successful. What about if people have that groundwork and like, hey, I am successful, Clayton, why would Carbon 6 make sense for me? Why would why would I care to check it out? Absolutely. Yeah, great question. Um, so just transparently, we have a lot of aggregators and a lot of agencies that already use our services. Um, really? We have some of the, yeah. Um, yeah, really. <laughs> I'm not no, I mean, like, uh, well, that, that's fascinating because you guys have not been around, but less than a year, you said. So that, I mean, is it just, people, why, why are they, are they, trying to do everything or what, what's the reason you're like yeah this makes sense well some of the all of the tools right existed before we did because we're acquiring sure. them so they came with clients um that we inherited but also like specifically recently um we have been really getting a ton of interest in pixel me one of our private label tools um and yeah like basically my schedule if you go to like pixelme.me and you go to like the pricing page or anywhere and it clicks book a demo that goes to my calendar my calendar has been like chock full, which is why it's been hard to get on this uh, podcast. With you. I'm <laughs> glad I figured it out though, because I'm having a blast here, man. I really am. But yeah, um, a lot of agencies and a lot of aggregators have been booking calls after Prosper, uh, just hearing about PixelMe. So that's the, I mean, we have, we have aggregators and agencies on basically every private label tool that we have, um, which I can run through those. Zon Tools is a PPC automation tool. AMZ Alert is an alert listing uh, tool. And then we have seller tools, which helps with product research amongst a lot of other things. And then we have PixelMe, which is a um, Amazon attribution off Amazon retargeting tool. It's like the fastest way to say it. That's a loaded sentence. But yeah, we've been having, I mean, everybody from like individual sellers too, but a lot of Amazon agencies and aggregators in just the past few weeks. And uh, it seems that there's no end in sight as far as like PixelMe demos go. I've been having to tap um, some other people on my team to help me with those. And we're thinking about doing some webinars coming up because it's really hard to, um, you know, I, I'm just doing demos all day. So, and, um, we need to, we need to get, we need a lot of people are wanting demos. Need help, we, need to, we need, yeah. And, and Agassi's helping me a lot. Shout out to you, Agassi. If you're watching, he's been, he's been incredible. And my whole team has, that's the that's part of the reason I came to carbon six is anytime I'm like, feel like I'm drowning, everybody's there to like throw me a life jacket. It's uh, it's been incredible, man. But yeah, PixelMe is a big one where aggregators and agencies are currently uh, really, really interested and for good reason. PixelMe is like an incredible tool. There's nothing quite like it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm dropping the link real quick. This is why I keep looking down because as you produce, and you'll know this too, Clayton, as you produce on this platform, looks like you're not paying attention at all. But guys, I am paying attention. I'm just trying to get you the information. So I dropped the PixelMe website, obviously. Just use the, the backslash crossover commerce and now go to the PixelMe website too. Uh, Clayton likes it because he knows that you guys are coming from crossover commerce and you guys hear about pixel me through us. So definitely give a, uh, a check and a, a little look. Um, let, let's take a different approach. And I always like to dig in a little bit deep 
uh, Clayton, since you've been playing around the tools, we know the successes. And I'm going to come back to Pixel Me here at the end, as yeah. promised uh, in our episode. What there's so many tools that cover so many different things in the space right now. What does Carbon Six or what does the space need help with? And there needs to be a tool that you wish it was a part of the suite right now. What, what what's kind of that gap, if you will? So one that we don't have. Yeah. What, what's something that you guys don't feel like you're say, hey, that's our. Um, let's use a baseball term because I'm a big baseball fan. Hey, Me that's too. my that's my. Uh, I'm a Cubs fan, so I know you're a Cardinals fan because Christ. you grew up in. Um, How do I end the meeting? <laughs> <laughs> you leave studio and we call the episode uh, short. But <laughs> hey, man, uh, my whole family get this. My whole family, besides myself, is our Cardinals fans. Um, I'm the black sheep. Good I just people, I, good people. I run. I run the opposite direction when it comes to that. So um, I blame my dad. He took me to a spring training game and it was the Cubs game and uh, I've been hooked ever since. But anyways, I love Wrigley. Anyways, we can get off it, but the stadium's awesome. But the we always, I always end up bringing it back to baseball. I have a bunch. I have a Nolan Ryan signed baseball right behind me. So I've never talked about that on the podcast, but uh, favorite player. Uh, but anyways, uh, what, what's like your cold zone? Like what, what are the places that you're weak in in terms of like hitting for carbon six? What is it? You know, we, we talked about PPC, we talked about um, Pixel Me, which is kind of retargeting. What's kind of that weak spot, if you will, for the, the company right now? Yeah, um, well, in all honesty, like I said, we've been around less than a year. I think there's probably a couple, like in the merch space, I think we could improve our capabilities and actually help them with design. Um, in the wholesale space, there's there's a couple of things. But in, in private label, I would say one of the big ones, just talking to the guys from uh, – from the entire group of wizards of e-commerce uh that i was up in miami i'm the only one that can say up because they usually say down uh, in miami you're, yeah, but it's up exactly. for me i was up in miami and uh, they were talking about a lot of people asking for help with um inventory management that a lot of people are struggling with that there's tools out there some are good some are not so good but carbon six as of uh, the moment that we're speaking doesn't have a fantastic inventory management tool so if you have one out out there and you think it's good technology please reach out to carbon six we're always looking to partner and uh acquire more tools. So right now I would say that's one of the places that we could improve. Inventory management. Okay. Gotcha. So what about, um, so if that's the case, um, is that, do you think that carbon six would eventually build its own technology based upon this? Because I'm only saying this because you call your guys, uh, an aggregator. I think a lot of aggregators in the, in the acquisition space for what we know as a, um, like a, let's call it like a perch or a, you know, an elevate brands or something like that. Uh, the, I would assume that once you get to your own base, you would start launching your own private label products and your own brands underneath your umbrella that you've already managed. The only thing is just the time and money that it takes to develop tools. Do you see that ever happening for carbon six? So you, developing your own tools. Developing your own tools. Again. Yeah. Um, so the answer is we kind of have already begun, but it's not our preference. Right. Sure. When you develop new tools, you have to bring notoriety to it. You have to bring attention to it. Whereas if you acquire a tool, um, that tool usually already has a base, some momentum, some brand equity. Um, you know, people are aware of it. So one thing, like going back to Pixel Me, honestly, Pixel Me started originally, and I don't want to like jump the gun if if we don't have to go that direction no, yet. But fine. Pixel Me started as a retargeting tool. So we've had for a long time clients, including Sephora, Gucci, UNICEF, uh, Procter and Gamble other companies like that, that have used us specifically for our retargeting uh, software, which is incredible. But we saw the ability and the opportunity to bring retargeting to Amazon and marry it with Amazon attribution 
and um, you know, also connecting it with like Google, TikTok, and Facebook ads. So now Pixelme, you can create Facebook, Google, and TikTok ads all within the Pixelme framework. And every single link we put in Amazon attribution tags. So you get the 10% brand referral bonus. And then we also put in pixels as many as you want so that you can retarget audiences in the future on Facebook or TikTok or even Pinterest or whatever pixel you put in there. That didn't really exist. Nobody had that. So if you have this idea and you want to go out and acquire it and you say, okay, let's look for that. And then it doesn't exist. What, what other option do you have? You could tell other people to go build it and then acquire it, or you can build it. So in this case, we built it. Generally speaking, it's not our uh, our ideal model, but it, in this case, it was absolutely a necessity. And in other tools, we're always making improvements. So we come in and there's a long list of you know dev requests. We fire through those, and then we usually change the UX to make it more user-friendly. But generally speaking, we're not trying to be this huge development company. We see it as partnering and working with companies and brands that already exist. So if you're out there, um, let us know. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a great podcast and I, I'm a, like I said, I'm a student of the game just as much as the next person. And I love hearing takes on other people I've had on the podcast. Um, uh, if you're, are you familiar Clayton with, uh, Paul Barron by chance of, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So, so Paul talked about this on the, um, on the helium Tim podcast, believe it or not <clears throat> with Bradley Sutton. And, uh, I was listening to this, uh, this weekend, they were talking about what, with the attributions, um, using like a 10% commission for influencers and attracting influencers, utilizing Amazon's referral bonus to kind of offset the, the chance of, Hey, I'll pay you 10% of any referral bonus. If you use, uh, this link, which is an Amazon attribution link. Mm -hmm. And then they are basically offsetting one another. I'll give you my 10%, but they're driving traffic, basically free traffic that they're using from Amazon to help pay this influencer on top of just and maybe free product cost or unboxing or whatever that looks like. So something like that where people's life, my, my, my mind was blown. I was saying, yeah. why, why wouldn't you do something like that too, to kind of get, it's the old affiliate model of, I would have to give 10% or 12% of our, you know, product costs or whatever the retail cost was for our goods when I was selling direct to consumer and people, instead of the, the upfront cost of like thousands of dollars for this placement to get in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, so instead of that, now you're just giving commission. So they work harder. They they know that they can earn more long term instead of the you know oh it's a flat fee. Who knows if you're going to be successful? You want to have that kind of that well, if you will, if and and keep coming back to it. So I thought that was super fascinating, and um, and a tool like Pixelme can help you kind of know where it's coming from and help you target people like that too. One hundred percent, it's fascinating. Um, I actually was with Paul Barron out in LA. We stayed up talking strategy until like 5.30 in the morning. He went like directly to the airport to go home, but we were up pretty late. And um, yeah, that, that that's a fantastic idea. Actually, like whenever I was mentioning earlier about Pixelme, talking about Facebook uh, and slash Instagram, Google and TikTok ads, all of which you can create inside. We also have something specifically for influencers. So you can just create whichever link and put it anywhere. You could put it, you could give it to an influencer. You could put it on a blog post. You could tweet about it however you want. But inside that link, you'll still have like exactly what you're saying. You'll still have the Amazon attribution tag and you'll still have the retargeting influence so that if you want to, the, the pixel, uh, so you can still retarget. And it's really valuable because if you're hiring influencers, like a different model about what you're talking about, if you're just paying them like a fixed cost, 
you know, there's some shady influencers out there that can, you know, create click farms and get you look, I got 10,000 clicks, but you had until you had Amazon attribution tags, you couldn't see what was converting or not. So now you can compare and contrast influencers. You set up two separate influencers. One gets 10,000 clicks, but only two conversions. Another one gets 500 clicks, but 10 conversions. I mean, you know, who's better, right? So it's really, we've entered into the world where now we can finally really track what's going on with off Amazon advertising in a very like educated and smart way. And instead of just spending those ad dollars and outside of conversions, getting no like ROI with the pixel, you can create audiences that you can retarget. Again, that's what Procter and Gamble and UNICEF and you know, all those big companies have been doing forever because it works. You know, if you click on an ad, you're obviously obviously interested. So if you're on Facebook and then later you see it on Google and later you see it on TikTok, that's multiple touch points. Like, how does that work? Pixels, yeah. guys. Pixels. It's all yep. on the pixels. And, nope. uh, and it works, right? That's why big companies are using it. Retargeting is extremely valuable. And if you're not using a pixel, which a lot of people are not, let's be honest. If you're not, sure. you're, you're not creating an audience. You're just, you're just spending ad spend dollars. Like, this is free. Pixels are free. You get, you get it for free. So why not use it and why not create that audience so that you can retarget in the future and like basically long-term minimize your cost of acquisition, right? You're, right. That, that, and, that's the goal here. And for the listener out there, if you, if you say, if you hear cookies and you hear pixels, two different things, they're, they're two separate uh, ideations in terms of what, what that means on a browser, on a technical geeky side of things. Yeah. Uh, a cookie is obviously on pages that you pull up and oh, it's almost like your history. So it's like drawing, dropping crumbs for people to use and that's getting changed uh on the google side of things but pixels um they're on websites so it doesn't matter how you get to it uh, if you if you come to the usa.pingpongx.com forward slash podcast page and i have a pixel on there i know that you are coming directly to that page and i can follow you no matter what um it's a, it's a different technology and it's a lot more powerful in my opinion uh to kind of have this follower campaign to say hey subscribe or anything like that so yeah, um, and, I'm, and I'm not smart enough to have explained any of that. So I'm glad you're here. I know they're different. That's where it begins and ends for me. When you've been in the biz for as long as I have. <laughs> no, I just, but I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Like, I, I really am uh, not very much of a technical person. But when you get into Pixel Me, it is easy, man. It is straight up like made. Like I think my mom, maybe not my mom. She is really bad at computers. But just about anybody else could, could use it. It's, it's, it's really made uh, pretty dummy proof. Yeah. Well, like me. Well, so with that, so uh, I'm I'm kind of curious, Clayton, too. A, a couple other things with that. A lot of these tools are Amazon centric, and I know I've had a lot of guests on here that's also talked direct to consumer. Will Carbon Six always be focused on Amazon and only for Amazon sellers, or does there ever become this? Hey, now we um now now we can serve this direct to consumer market because PixelMe can really cross over, no pun intended, cross over into that side of business. I would think to help in that capacity as well and start developing in the world where brands are from direct to consumer maybe are coming on Amazon or vice versa um, in that capacity. Is that is that part of the roadmap, the blueprint, if you will? So Pixel Me is like the most versatile thing of all time. Like yeah. it can be used for like almost anything. I think that is honestly kind of accidental. Like I think we are mostly focused on Amazon right now, but, and I don't have a crystal ball here, wish I did, but um, if I had to guess, yeah, I think in the future, I don't know when that is, but I think it'll make sense to branch outside of Amazon. We're going to try to help the the e-commerce entrepreneur. So if the e-commerce entrepreneur is moving to Shopify or if they're moving to Walmart, like why wouldn't we help them, right? I think it's sort of um, short-sighted to only focus on one marketplace while there's obviously up-and-coming competitors. 
Um, obviously, Amazon's the biggest. Everybody knows that. So that's where it makes sense to start. And again, these aren't going to be decisions that um, I'm going to be making. But if I had to guess, that would be my educated guess about the future of Carbon 6. There's been talks about it. No clear decisions made. But I would not be surprised at all if in the future we had tools that helped you on Shopify or helped you on Walmart in the next year or so. Um, and then on top of that, I also think that we're going to try to help uh, entrepreneurs um, you know, in all places as well, not just in the United States, but there's burgeoning markets in Europe and South America. And we don't want to, uh, we, we want to think globally and like try to help people everywhere, not just in the United States, but you know, people that speak other languages. We want to try to help people like that. Um, and, and in all parts of the e-commerce business. So it's a broad goal, but, uh, we're determined and the team that we put together is incredible. So I think we can do it. Absolutely. I, I think that's where a lot of people are, not to seem short-sighted, but I think if you're just focusing on one market, that, that's not the omni-channel presence where a lot of businesses, whether it be Fortune 500 companies trying to enter Amazon or e-commerce or vice versa, like, I, I can't say vice versa. This is the most I've ever used in a flipping podcast. Um, <laughs> but, uh, are you, when you flip it and, and you look at it too, hey, how can I be the next Zesty Pause that, you know, again, I said it last time, your valuation is over $650 million. That's what you're required for. What they, what that brand did was, I think it's su still super sneaky, is they were acquired by, um, I want to say a Chinese-based business, but they were on Amazon. They were on uh, omni-channel-based retail businesses. So they were in like the the PetSmarts, the targets of retail world, and they're also on their own directed consumer website. So I always call it the three pillars. If you mm -hmm. will, if you want to be evaluated at $650 million as brand or be an anchor or something like that, guess what? You got to be good at one and then you got to start building the strong pillars in other places. So absolutely. And that's good, good advice for all private labelers. The more revenue streams you have, the more diverse they are, the higher your multiple is going to be whenever you get evaluation. Absolutely. So, so in the final couple of minutes, I have you Clayton, um, First off, when are we going to, since you said uh, Puerto Rico, or not Puerto Rico, in San Juan, when when are we going to get an event down there? Because you know what? I've never been to Puerto Rico. I think that all these events that you're going to other places, I think people need to start coming to you. Well, I better. agree, man. It's so nice here. Like, I love it in Puerto Rico. I, I literally am so happy here. And I love all the places I'm going to, too. It's not like, you know, Oregon's beautiful. London, Paris, these are awesome places. So it's not like I'm headed to the middle of nowhere. Um, but yeah, we absolutely need to, there is a community down here of, uh, sellers. Uh, a lot of people from MDS are down here and, um, but it's, you know, I, I don't know, but I think we're going to do it. Our CEO lives here. Agassi lives here. I live here. Zach, one of our copywriters lives here. Brendan Morris from seller tools lives here. Uh, there, there's enough people to justify it. And I tell you what, you cannot beat the weather, like the beach, the, we have mountains to climb beach. So we need to do it. I don't know. We need to start a petition get Justin excited about it. And if Justin gets excited, it'll happen. Um, yeah. But I don't know is the answer, but I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's soon. Well, this is what I was telling people. I was like, there's a lot in the Midwest where I'm at. I'm in Indianapolis. And I said, shoot, I need like, uh, for example, I know um, you, you saw them in um, LA too, um, you know, with Techometrics, you know, we have Cameron Yoder who also lives here. I was like, do you and I have like, we have enough people. I think we can pull something together, even in Chicago or something like that, or even St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis many times. I said, you know what? You can have a Midwest meetup too. That a lot of people from like Kansas City, uh, Ohio, things like that too. So I'm throwing it out there. I'm waiting for someone to get excited about the Midwest of Me the too, United States. <laughs> I mean, I'm Midwest born and raised, so like I got a sweet spot in my heart for St. Louis, and I get to see mom and dad when I go home. So yeah, for everyone. Like it was so funny. The Midwest Ecom Conference was 
in California. Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> I'm going to have to talk but, about Liz with Taking Metrics because they need to rebrand themselves to not the Midwest e-commerce, that group. Um, but it will be, ha- I think there's one in Minnesota. It was a good conference there, though. Yeah. And I really like Liz and Cameron and they did a great job hosting it. And uh, For sure. it, it was fun. It was just, it's just funny. I'm not poking fun at them. I'm the, just... the name just doesn't fit the, uh, yeah, the location. But yeah, they, I think there was a series. One's coming in Miami and the other one, I think, believe or New York and then, um, let's just talk about this on the episode too. I think the other one's in Minnesota. So, um, that'll be exciting, but in that capacity, uh, for your, in your job, maybe, maybe I guess if people are intrigued or kind of curious of like, Hey, pixel me sounds too good to be true. Or carbon six seems like a, a suite that maybe I should really dive into without flooding your inbox and really getting your calendar really booked up, which I'm assuming you would like, uh, how do we, how do we get people excited? Where do they need to go to? to kind of connect with you in that capacity. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely add me on LinkedIn. My name is Clayton Atchison. Um, you guys can find that obviously just by looking at the podcast, but also um, if you just want a general like overview of the tools, and this is not going to obviously be like the same as a demo on each tool, but just go to our website. It's carbon six, the number six. So carbon six dot IO. And you can learn a lot about what carbon six is. You can see a video about our, our from our founders, kind of what our missions are, our values, what uh, tools we've already acquired. And then also, if you would like um, demos for any of this, um, you can book them all on our website. So if you go to AMZ Alert, there's a way to book a demo. Same thing with Pixelme. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't say that I'm the director of affiliates. So if ever anybody out there has a large network or is very well connected, has a podcast, a YouTube channel, a Facebook group, a Discord, whatever it may be, uh, where they're very well connected, we're looking for people to... First of all, become educated on our tools um, like Pixelme because I know not everybody has uh, had experience using it, but that's my job to help you with education and co-sell. So I'm happy to uh, provide demos to people that are interested in uh, spreading the word about Pixelme and our other tools to their communities. So feel free to reach out to me via email as well. If I don't have time to give you a demo, which I can probably make time, I'll find somebody like super qualified to do it. And my email is clayton at carbon6.io. Um, so definitely looking for affiliates, but there's a lot of information you can get on FAQs on all of our websites. There's, if you just go to a carbon six.io and then jump around to our individual seller web tool websites, you'll, you'll, you'll find quite a bit, but again, do not be a stranger, reach out. I'm happy to talk to anybody that has more questions. Oh, I already, uh, I texted Nassim, who's your, uh, C, uh, CFO. I'm going to. I'm not sure the title it technically is. And then also try it. And I said, I like the new website update because it looks really cool. I think you guys did a good job of, I'm going to give you credit because you're the first person in front of me, but whoever is in charge it, of that, it, that look, in all it, reality, I was the only one that did it. Yeah, Nobody well, else worked on it. It was me. I figured, had, your, late. <laughs> had your thumbprints all over it, man. So I did <laughs> absolutely nothing for it, but it looks really, really good. I'm happy about it. It does look good. No. And that's exciting. And like you said, I think a lot of people too, and I'm, and I'm going to say this point, a lot of people said, why should I have more than one tool? I think a lot of people have other tools in the space and they might want to give you guys a try. I think what I've always told people is, hey, have verify between channels and kind of make yourself feel more comfortable that you're not getting just one source of truth. Of all of the tools that you're using, again, Carbon6 has a monthly subscription. I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's other tools in the marketplace that have subscriptions. You're you're making if this is going to make you hand over fist more profitable tools like this and services that exist in the space if they're making more money and make yourself feel more confident in what you know what your decision you're going to make whether it be hey I'm going to research tools or anything like that feel confident in having both like 
you know, match them up against each other and kind of say, oh, this, this is kind of making my truth. Like there's not just, I'm not going to say carbon six is not going to be the end all be all. I think they're going to be super accurate and super awesome and amazing what they do. But if you have other tools that you super, that you like as well, uh, test things between each other and see what makes sense for you as a, as a brand. I'm not sure if that helps you or not, but no, absolutely. I, mean, cool. I, I agree with it. 100%. There's no secret that other tools exist. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I started my company with helium 10. That's just a fact. Right. But a time and time again, uh, jungle Scott as well. Time and time again, the people that I find that are the most successful, like from what I can tell, you know, they don't ever like show me their bank statements or anything, but you get the idea that they're the most knowledgeable that they got their, you know, their finger on just about every uh, lever. They are the people that have tested everything. They're like, yeah, I've tried that. I've tried that. Yeah, but like this part of that and I like that part of this. Uh, the people that are really experimenting and tweaking things are the people that I think are really having success. So I think find what works for you and, and maybe uh, the right uh, tool isn't right for every single person, depending on what their business is or how they work. But yeah, try, experiment, not just carbon six tools, all tools, um, you know, just have an open mind. Don't get stuck into a, a rut thinking that you've got it all figured out. Be open to new and especially new tools, right? Like that's why, I mean, I can talk about AMZ alert and how great Zon tools is. I, I believe in those tools, but pixel me specifically is like why I'm spreading the word about that so much, because all these aggregators and agencies that are coming on and having these demos, they're all loving it, which is fantastic. Um, the early adopters usually have an advantage for like ranking and for launches um, and just being competitive in today's market. So be open specifically to new tools. Um, you know, I, I know that like Data Dive is new. We don't own Data Dive. I've heard I've heard good things about them. Shout out to Brennan Young. Yeah, I'm trying to think of others. I mean, no, I, I like just honestly transparent. Just have an open mind and be willing to try things. Um, and definitely, definitely try PixelMe because you can create new <laughs> revenue streams and it's increasing your organic keyword ranking too. That's what we're seeing. Everybody that's using it to advertise off Amazon on Google, Facebook, TikTok, they're seeing incredible organic keyword rank increase on Amazon, which makes sense because Amazon loves when you are spending money to bring people onto Amazon from off Amazon. So they're rewarding you for it. So yeah, have an open mind, be open to all tools and, and just experiment and tweak and uh, find out what's best for you. And everyone, it's all TOS compliant, the best thing ever. So yeah. um, with that being said, uh, Clayton, thank you so much for hopping on today. I know an hour is not long enough. I know we have you on uh, earlier. You and I chat all the time about just throwing people, different people. Hey, have you heard of this person, this person? Um, if you have a question for Clayton and you you miss this live, everyone, make sure you can reach out to me and I can introduce you to Clayton or vice versa. Uh, <laughs> let's say vice versa. <laughs> Get out of my head. This is the ter this is terrible. I need to end this podcast right now. But hey, man, thank you so much for hopping on today. Uh, it's been amazing. I know we're gonna meet up. It sounds like again, not in those other countries, but we'll meet. We'll see you here in New York in a few weeks at ASGGG. But um, you guys are sponsoring. I know we just had them on uh, Seller Velocity Conference. You guys are sponsoring that, and you'll be in Bend, Oregon. Is that the next one you said you're gonna be at? Yeah, yeah. That's so. Well, I go to Miami just before that with the uh, the Zab Twins and um, Vanessa Miami. Hong. Okay. Right. But um, but then straight to Oregon, yeah. Okay, both 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 people I've had on the podcast. We just had on uh, Chris McCabe and Lee McHugh, so that was on awesome. the previous episode. So shout out to them. I know you guys are sponsoring that. So um, if you go to Bend, Oregon, which I was so I was this close to going to that mm -hmm. one and just didn't work out. Um, if you guys see the Clayton there and uh, Chris and Leah, make sure you guys yeah. say hi as well so yeah i'll be answering questions and giving like a sh very short presentation panel so i'll be there so hopefully nice. uh, don't don't be i just tell everybody you know just be be friendly don't be a stranger i love meeting people and i wanted to thank you ryan thank you for bringing me on 
I had a lot of fun. Um, I don't have a ton of experience doing these things, but I'm getting more comfortable as it goes on. So I had a lot of fun today. And then just also thank you um, for all the introductions you've done behind the scenes. You've been incredible. It, it hasn't gone uh, unnoticed. So thank you very much. It's what they pay me the big bucks to do. So um, no, man, of course, uh, I, I'm glad. I call it, it's like working out. Um, you get stronger as the more you do it. So I become more confident in doing this too. So I'm sure you will as well. It's it's a lot of fun doing stuff like this, and we we don't live in a real world, a nine to five job. We we get to educate people in, in these capacities, and I've had people fifteen months. This is the power of podcasting, guys. I said I said it last uh, three episodes now. People have come to uh, a person that I've had on, for example, if this is fifteen months from now, someone has Clayton has come to me in this capacity. This person said, "Hey, someone found our podcast fifteen from fifteen months ago, and I think I might have a new client now." Stuff like that happens. So the internet exists. Uh, it's an, an eternal abyss, and you'll find this episode. If you find it, reach out to Carbon6, uh, even if it's six months, three months, whatever it is from now, and and let them know that Crossover Commerce sent you. So, But Clayton, thank you so much for hopping on today, man. Um, we'll catch you soon, and I know we'll be chatting sooner probably than that as well. So thanks so much for hopping on today. Thank you, Ryan. Have a great one. I appreciate no it. No problem. And thank you, everyone, for coming on episode 237 of Crossover Commerce. Again, if you're watching live, give us a thumbs up. If you are listening to this podcast, if you're not already, please subscribe to our channels. It's Crossover Commerce with Ryan Kramer or presented by Ping Pong Payments. Just search for those and subscribe and download all of our podcasts. Um, I'd appreciate it. Give us a thumbs up wherever you're listening to. Um, we have an action-packed week today. Today's busy for me, too. I'll be appearing on uh, Isabella Ritz. Ritz's uh, podcast, which is later on. And then tonight we have our webinar here with Megla Barwash of India Sourcing Network. So if you see me late tonight, it'll be 10 p.m. or 9 p.m., 10 p.m. my time, Easter Coast time. I'll be up late. So hopefully you guys, um, you, you tune in for that as well. We're going to be talking about sourcing into India. So um, that being said, this is Crossover Commerce. Thank you very much, Clayton from Carbon6. That won't be the last time we hear from those guys as well. So uh, make sure you check them out. All the links are below in the show notes as well as the description below. Check them out. Let them know that Crossover Commerce sent you. Uh, with that being said, we'll catch you guys next time on Crossover Commerce. Take care. Mm -hmm.